Underwear Division of the Arts, State of the Arts Podcast. My name is Terrence Van, and I'm joined today by Alan Baisden of Just the Art Space. Um, and Alan, uh, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about Just the Art Space? Sure. Um, Terrence, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the invite. So yeah, I'm I'm the president uh, and one of the uh, original founders of Jester Art Space. Um, uh, I'm myself. I'm an artist and a designer. Um, I, I work in the financial industry in my day job, and uh, in in the evenings I work on Jester Art Space. It's really my my second job. Um, and uh, we started in 2015. Really, uh, we're sort of a community based grassroots arts organization that uh, has set out to uh, restore the historic Chester farmhouse on Grub Road. For, um, it's about 200 years old, and we set out to restore it for community benefit and the arts. Wow, that's amazing, 200 years old. Can you tell the listeners about what was once there and you know how you decided to move this project along? And you know, it's, what was the community's reaction and how, how has that experience been for you? Yeah, uh, so... You know, I grew up just down the road there. I, I'm a graduate of Concord High School right nearby. And uh, so it was this neat property that I would always walk by on my way to school. It's about 26 acres there, Jester, Jester Park now. And this is the old original farmstead building that's there. We don't really even know when it was built, um, but we do know that it shows up wow. on an old census map from 1849. And it, those old maps really neat because they would put the name of the owner on the map so you can see all these things and it's it's so it it, it really harkens back to a, a time in brandywine hunter when it was very rural and you see all these names on there and everybody's related you just see tally 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 hanby 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 you know falk and grub and all these names that you you know if you know the area and uh so it's it's kind of neat you know whenever you find one of these old houses these old farmsteads it's still there and uh, they, but it's been tough to save them because they're they're small and so on. And it's um, often the county will will acquire them when they acquire an old farm to to use for a, a school or a park or something like that. And they get this little building, and they don't really know what to do with it. They're a little hard to figure out what to do with. So they get mothballed. And folks try to do the right thing. They they hold on to it so it can be used. But over time, just you know, things just get neglected and they fall apart. So. Uh, around the year 2000, the county was going to bulldoze this house to make way for soccer fields. And my my dad, who still lives there in the area, he'd gotten notice of this, and he you know thought, well, that's something worth saving. So he worked with then Councilman Weiner, and they arranged to have this saved and put into a resident curatorship program. Mm. But it, they never got any takers. The idea would be that somebody could come fix it up and live there forever, or you know, till they die and not have to pay for it. But they just didn't get any takers for the program. These these farmsteads, they're just it would be expensive to do it. It's not big. You'd never own it. Um, so that kind of went nowhere. And then about 2015, my wife, um, Deborah Baston, uh, another artist, uh, she and I were at a party with some friends. And uh, I ran into an old high school friend of mine, Dan Benarsik, and he introduced me to his sister, Susan Benarsik, who's an artist, and her husband, Ken Velasquez. And... You know, we we just started talking, and we were talking about this this whole property, some of these old things that, you know, really somebody should do something about this. And then we were also talking about the arts and a 
lack of um, arts venues right there in Brandywine Hundred. Um, and Susan and I were talking about our our growing up and being interested in the arts, but not really feeling fully supported as kids in the area. There just weren't wasn't the infrastructure for the arts, and one thing led to another. And thought, wow, that property and the arts, and we could well, maybe we could start a nonprofit, and we could get grant money, and we could hold classes and workshops and uh, have a gallery and do all these wonderful things. And we had no idea what we were talking about or how we would do it. And so, <laughs> ended up like just going to the library and getting lots of books. Like what is a nonprofit? How do you start a nonprofit? How do you fundraise? And, um, we just kept at it and it's been a while, but we're getting there. You know, we're, we're, we're only weeks away from our certificate of occupancy at this point. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's incredible. And that's, that's an awesome story just to show, you know, how, how things can happen in a serendipitous way and um, how, you know, artists, you know, coming together, you know, a lot of things can happen from there. Um, and, and if you could, you know, let our listeners know what kind of art do you do? What is your background? Um, and you said your wife is also an artist. That's, that's awesome. Um, do you mm-hmm. collaborate on on projects? Uh, you know how 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 is your art uh, connected? That's a the, the collaboration. That's a sticky one. <laughs> like a married. Oh, of artist, course, you know? of course, right? Yeah, artists. Yeah. We we can be we can be somewhat fickle. That is true. But it's it's fantastic. No, she. Um, I went to Parsons School of Design in New York, and she went to the School of Visual Arts in New York. Oh, um, me and- too. I'm I'm a I'm an alumni. Are you SVA? Are you SVA? Yes, sir. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't end up graduating from there, but that's, that's where I went to get my undergrad in uh, illustration, you know. Oh, I've, fantastic. I've yeah, she was an illustration major there. Oh, that is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Uh, that's cool. Uh, but no, we, but we met when uh, we were both living in Queens at the time. And, uh, you know, but it, it, you know, we didn't really meet as artists. We just met separately and just happened to both be artists. Um, but uh, so in, in my day job, I, I work in the financial industry. Uh, I do a lot of interactive work. I do uh, design websites and I do a lot of animation and video, which is which is kind of interesting because there's a lot of my art and design comes into play there. But it's very, <clears throat> excuse me, very heavily electronic what I do. But for the art space. I'm much more focused on traditional media. Um, so I really a, a big sketcher. I maintain a, a sketchbook. I'm always scratching and doodling and writing and drawing. Um, big printmaker. Both Deborah and I are really into uh, block printing, line of cuts. Um, we have we kind of got both got turned onto that through the art space, really, from from Susan Benarsik. She was a printmaking major, so she kind of got us got us hooked into that. Nice. So, so you, you, you're kind of like a, uh, like a team, everyone has different, you know, s- specialties and introduces different things into the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mean team as far as the, the art space in general? I mean, um, well, yeah, the art space in general, but I'm saying is like, you're all individual artists, you know, with different talents, it, it seems. And that brings, I'm sure different um, perspectives and I think it's interesting collaborating with artists in, in spaces because there's always interesting outcomes. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny when, when we started this, it, it, it's just funny where it's taken us because you just can't really know. I mean, 
you can't know who you're going to meet. You can't know what they're, what magic they're going to bring into the mix. And you've just always got to stay open to it. You, you think, well, uh, we're looking for this person and that person, and this other person. And you just have to be, accept the fact that you were wrong from the get go. That's not who you were looking for. And this other person who lives locally showed up and you've just got to see the magic and what they do and, and realize what's right in front of your face. Uh, so we found some wonderful people. Um, some of the people that do uh, fantastic work with us. We have uh, Charlie Parker. He was a, a graduate of Mount Pleasant and he does lots of really heavy, great technique, um, plein air painting, uh-huh. gouache. Uh, fant- it can just tell you so much about how to mix colors and get any color you want from just a couple tubes and and to just capture a beautiful scene. It's just magic to watch him work. So he's just, we didn't know that he was out there until we started this and he came to one of our sketch events and I just saw him drawing and I got to, who is this guy? I got to know who he is, you know? Um, Monica Bellette, who runs our sketch events now. She's fantastic. Uh, she's also uh, does a uh, line of cut printing and I've taught some workshops with her, but she's also a musician and she, she plays fiddle and sings for uh, Wasted Arrows. Uh, and she's wonderful. And she brings such a great um, perspective on our sketch events because she curates these soundtracks for them that are, are themed around the models. And she taps into her network of of musicians and whoever to, to come in and be costume models for us. And, you know, we just didn't know that there was a Monica out there until we started this. We just had to recognize when she comes in the door, like, you know, who is this? Get get her involved. We need her. And that's that's awesome that you say that because it make it makes me want to see this be there in person and and kind of like you know see see the energy in the in the programs and and actually could you share a little bit more about some of the sketch events? It, it sounds like there's a lot going on there, um, and, and and it changes. Yeah, we we do the monthly and again, it's funny how it works because when we first started this, okay, one of the things that a lot of art centers will do, they'll have, um, they'll have drawing sessions. Usually it's with a nude model and we just didn't have the space at that point, you know, to, to be able to have a, you know, a safe, secure, appropriate place for a nude model. So we said, okay, we've got to do costume models. And well, then what can you do with that? And we started really diving into, well, what could you possibly do? I mean, then it just opens up such a, a huge venue. And I think one of my favorites we had, we, we've had, um, uh, this one woman, Corey, she was a competitive dancer with the Nanticoke Nation down the state. And she came in in her full regalia and danced and sat and talked. And she was amazing. We had uh, this woman, Artie, who uh, is from South uh, India. And she specializes in Bollywood dance. And she, she came out in this wonderful outfit and posed. And, you know, uh, she was wonderful. And then Monica's bringing in. Let's see, the upcoming sketch event we have uh, is The Goth. Uh, her friend Kelsey is going to be dressed in a goth theme. And the whole soundtrack, uh, the, she's opened this up on Facebook. And all her friends are, like, chiming in with, like, oh, you got to play this. You got to play that. And I'm like, you got to have Bauhaus, you know, playing this. And uh, you know, so there's all kinds of energy going on into what this is going to be like. So it's very organic and, and interesting. Oh, I love that. I love that. I, I want to sit in. I have. I have to sit in. I'm. I'm. I'm going to have to join a session. And it's been a while since I've done some live sketching, actually. And it's so cool to hear that. That's that just sounds like a lot of fun to be there. You know, even if you're not an artist, just to kind of 
to to be there and witness all, all of that. Uh, take and, you know, you're saying exactly what everybody says. Like, oh, man, I'm rusty. I haven't been for a while. It's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, you you never get to a point with this stuff where you like, I'm a great artist and I'm happy with what I'm drawing. Uh, Everybody right. is like, yeah, man, if only I did this more, you know? So it's just like, come out, keep working at it. Yes, yes. No, I love that. And I, I love that that's what this space, um, you know, provides uh, for, for folks out there. And, you know, what, what do you think that... Uh, going forward you know is there a vision that you have for just the art space uh you know as far as growing and and you know further engagement uh you know with artists and and with folks that want to be artists you know how how, how do you see that um you know kind of expanding well it's going to be huge once we're actually in into the space and that's been something we've been hindered by is we've just been in this construction constant construction phase uh, working with the county, they were working on the outside of the building. We got the grants to take care of the inside of the building. Um, it's been a, a lot of just sort of um, fundraising, like so. We've been holding our our, um, our programming offsite in other locations, and so it limits what we can do. We have to pay for rentals in places, but now when we're going to be in our own space, it kind of ratchets up to another level. We're going to start bringing people in, so. Um, that's going to allow us to start doing a lot more of the hardcore nuts and bolts instruction, drawing and painting, um, very technique based stuff, bringing more people in. And, you know, I I think my feeling of when it's going to be successful, it's, um, it's funny because you you always have to write this stuff down on grants and, and, and for people, you know, what, what does success look like? And, you know, we, we put numbers down. I think my first thing I put down was like, uh, you know, 2,600 people a year walking in the door. I don't, I don't know. Like we'll figure it out. And then people look down like, you're insane. You're not going to get that. Okay. So half that, okay. 1300. But ultimately I think what I'm going to, my metric of success in this thing is like, if you look at our logo, like go to gestureartspace.org and you look at our logo, it's a house with the windows with light coming out of it. Mm. And Emotionally, that's what I feel like. When you pull up and you just hear laughter coming out of there and this is a lively place and people are slinging paint and clay and laughing and you hear music and they're arguing about love and death and hate and war and like all that stuff, that's success. You know, it just feels alive in there. I want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. That's awesome to hear that it's moving forward. And is there is there um, a, an opening date um, set? Is there a grand uh, opening event that you that you'll have? Are there some plans along those lines? That's that's exactly the right question. I'm sorry I can't answer. <laughs> oh no, that's 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 fine. That's fine. You know because uh, honestly. It, this sounds like a unique experience and it's always worth, you know, the time put in it, you know, that goes into it. And um, yeah, I mean, I can tell you why I can't, it's just, it's a little hard because uh, we've got our contractor right now, BSS contractors, and they've been a great partner and they're, they're working on the inside, but you know, they've got to work with land use and get um, you know, they've got to get their, their permits and things they've got to pass inspections. And there's always just something that comes back in a project like this. You know, you think that it's going to something's going to take three weeks. The next thing you know, 
you know, uh, some somebody from land use says, I need you to do this other thing. So I've been very cagey about um, putting two rigid timetables. But, you know, we are getting some very uh, optimistic feedback from Suzanne, our construction chair, who, who never likes to put dates on things. And she's telling us we're, we're a few weeks out. Brian's saying a few weeks out from getting our certificate of occupancy. And once we've got that, then we can then I'll feel a little bit more secure about starting to put dates on uh, grand opening and things like that. Sure. Sure. Well, it, it, it feels good, you know, it feels good. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to hear, you know, that this is, this is all happening and, you know, even right now, can you kind of share a little bit on how folks can connect with you right now? Um, what is the best way to, you know, reach you? What is the best way to engage and, um, you know, how they can just connect with you. Uh, well, the easiest thing they could do is if they just go to our website, gestureartspace.org, and you'll see there's a, a, a menu item there for volunteer. And on there, we've got a form. You can just put in your name, your contact info, tell us what skills you have to offer and what skills you'd like to learn. We're, uh, you know, like I said, we just figured this out from scratch ourselves. So we really have a lot of respect for people who just say, I don't know anything about social media marketing, but I want to learn. Um, I'm, I'm game to try, you know? Um, but so we've got a few descriptions of some, some skills that we're looking for there. I think marketing is probably one of the biggest things we're looking for right now. Mm. Uh, you know, folks who, um, and, and folks who are willing to learn it as well. We're looking for people who can take a handoff from our programming folks and then follow through our plan and just own, you know, this class here is all the ways I need to, to promote that this, this month. And, and we just really need those bodies doing that stuff. But again, lots of things, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for coming in and helping to put our mailbox in and do mm-hmm. more landscaping and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, just volunteer tab. Oh, that's fabulous. And thank you for sharing that. Cause you know, there are always folks out there that are looking to volunteer. You know, it's it's always a blessing to see folks come out and uh, put their time into, um, especially something creative. I think, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I can't wait to see this space. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. It's it's been you know, absolutely awesome. You know, engaging with you right now and and learning about just the art space and. You know, I I feel as artist to artist, and it's also I love the SVA connection. You know, and Parsons, yeah. Parsons yep. also. Uh, so many talented artists come from there, and uh, that's that's an awesome connection you and your wife to have. Um, a nice. Uh, hopefully, there's not some clashes. You know, creative clashes. You know, uh, paint splashing the other way hey it happens you know but no it's mostly we're mostly pretty good like we've got our own projects and and we you know and she's and she's so damn blunt you know i mean she'll just tell me if i'm doing something that stinks i mean (laughs) she'll just she'll just you know so and that's and that's what you need you know yeah absolutely absolutely that goes a long way just straight straight to artist advice Artists listen to other artists. It is. It seems to be a a theme there. Yeah, they. You know, they, they beat that out of you in art school. Uh, that ego. I mean, those first critiques you sit in. You know, they'll be brutal, and you just you you just got to learn to not take it personally. You know, they're they're there to help you. 
Oh, that's so true. That is so you take, yeah, you're taking me that the freshman year uh, at SVA was. I I never forget. I was in this one um, uh, doing layouts with Lloyd Ziff. He was the art director at Condé Nast Traveler and really great, brilliant guy. And I got this layout and I, you know, I said, I worked at that comp and it was just so perfectly drawn and I put it up on the wall and I was so proud of it. And he comes up and he just like pulls out trusty old red marker and he starts like drawing all over it. And he's like, this should be like this. And he turns around and he just sees this look of horror on my face and he recognizes it immediately. He said, Oh, Oh, you're going to have to get over that. You got to get over that right now. Like you can't take this so personally, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because I reached out to my freshman painting teacher um, and I thanked him. I thanked him for some of his tough critiques and for his advice that um, maybe at the time didn't sit well with me, but it it, it came to, you know, fruition um, once I kind of got started. Uh, so, you know, to your point, it's it's definitely important to, you know, have critiques and, and peer-to-peer artists, you know, mm-hmm. network goes goes a long way too. And I feel like that's going to be uh, something that at just the art space that is, you know, I can feel that reverberating already. Um, and uh, it, it's really exciting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's really, we, we, uh, we really see ourselves as being this creative hub in the neighborhood. I mean, we recognize there's a lot of folks, you know, there is a lot of fantastic creative talent in the area, but there's also a lot of folks who just, you know, somebody who just, a wonderful woman who lives nearby who just wants to do a nice watercolor of her grandkids or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just so nice to feel like we're going to be able to offer that kind of support between all levels of people walking in that door and be able to just help people achieve what they want creatively. Mm-hmm.